Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich. You know by now that we would challenge each other's perspectives. We should also help expand each other's consciousness. And as always, reality is a direct reflection of you. So monitor yourself. Talk. Now, on this episode, man, I'm very excited for this co-host of mine. He's an awesome soul, um, childlike energy. There's a divine being. Derek, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate My you guide. having these conversations, being willing to open a space that's vulnerable and sacred for people to express themselves. That's really cool and very rare. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Just let us know about you, Derek. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell us what you got going on. Cool. My name is uh, Derek Mobley, if you didn't already know. Um, I make music. I do photography. I'm, I am currently on the East Coast, taking some break from the world. And uh, right. keep things simple. I'm just happy to be here doing a little healing as 2020 has been a monumental wave, not just for myself, but for all of us. And taking yeah. that journey has taught me a lot <laughs> and made me humble. Right. So, my guy, um, I know I didn't know you, I, was, I didn't know you uh, do photography. Talk to me about that. That's interesting. Oh, so <clears throat> yeah, so photography has been a staple in my life that I'm actually. Um, no more for my photography than my music actually and okay. funny thing about how I picked that up was 2020 now 2010 I graduated high school and when Facebook came out and all that stuff this is like really silly I remember all my friends were having like photos of things of like their experiences and their friends on uh, Facebook and adding them up but I didn't have anything like that so like the reason I got into photography is because I want to help document my life and stuff like that and my eye kind of naturally grew those things just kind of compounded upon itself. I started traveling, started taking pictures. And uh, something that's kind of like a staple in my journey today is I just remember one day thinking like, you know what, I could probably do this professionally um, after like six years or so. And then I want to say three years ago, uh, we got picked up from the city mm -hmm. of Austin to do photography, photography work for them. And so like watching the whole thing unfold there has been an amazing experience. And to me, photography is a way to 
a challenge one's perspective because to be a photographer and my experience you kind of have to take yourself out of the moment you can't you can't be a part of the moment and you mm. to and also like record the moment you know what i mean um you can but like to fully immerse yourself and fully capture uh any moment of sorts you have to like be the observer and being the observer has taught me like um a different way of looking at life a different way of like watching and seeing and listening um if you will it's been uh, something that's added to the kaleidoscope of how I experience this reality, if you will. <laughs> that's interesting because, like you said, you're being the observer behind the lens. It is the same um, way with you being the creator, just observing mm-hmm. yourself. That's a oh, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Also, with that, it's also taught me how to um, self reflect, um, self identify. Uh, most of the, my mm-hmm. early photography started with uh, self-portraits and things like that. And I think that's pretty important because of learning how to look at myself. I learned how to look at others and how other people feel. And it's a little ironic because I don't typically like being in front of the camera for that reason. <laughs> and because because I know that feeling of me not liking to be in front of the camera, um, I can understand the feeling other people have in the same sense. So like it's like that backwards translation of experiencing myself. I'm able to uh, somewhat relate to the experiences yeah. of others as I'm observing them through mm-hmm. observing myself. It's pretty interesting. So yeah. I never, I never looked at it from that perspective. That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> Guys, this episode is titled, I kind of like forgot the intro of the uh, show. <laughs> the title of this episode is sound healing guys. I wanted to Ooh, bring you on, especially yes. Derek, uh, because it's kind of weird. Like I'm experiencing manifestation with this. I wanted to do an episode about sound and healing, but I didn't have the right person. Mm. I just needed the right person. And then I remember I had tweeted um, needing some new music. You had dropped the link to your SoundCloud. And then I listened to it. And I'm like, I have to have this guy on. I have to have him. Because you, 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 you produce house music. And I grew oh, up dude. on house music. <laughs> and like I remember, I remember that... Um, one of the the songs you provided, I just I just remember myself just getting up, just dancing. I couldn't help but get up again. I felt guilty just sitting there listening to it, man. Like Walkers, Walkers. What what even sparked? Um, how did you even get in the house music? This this this, this the floor is yours, man. It's, it's okay, tell me, tell me this about is that. this is actually. Um, I want to say right on time. I say that all the time, but this is right on time. Actually, I just got home. Um, I want to say about a week ago about a week ago about like two weeks mm-hmm. ago the beginning beginning of november and uh, music's been in my family for a while my dad is was raised on music and he was a dj growing up and i was sitting on the back patio with my mom and dad we're just talking history and facts and how much i appreciate the experience of uh, uh music in my life and being raised on music culture my mom and dad were always playing different genres around the house all the time growing up my dad always had turntables and was always practicing in the basement wherever we went around the world. We also traveled a lot, so I was exposed to different cultures and varieties of music. And then um, some, there's a gym he told me this past weekend where he was saying that he used to put headphones on my mom's belly when I was in the womb. <laughs> wow, so he's being programmed out from jump. Yeah, so like that, when I heard that, I was like <laughs> just busting out in laughter because um my experience in the music community so i've been producing music for about what is it 2020 uh about six years now mm-hmm. and 
it's just something that comes so naturally to me. And I don't mean that like in a conceited sense, but something I'm just like aware of, like, I just can't, I can't really help it. And like, as I continue to go down this experience and learn more, it just keeps channeling and channeling and channeling. And to hear something like that, it's been like, whoa. And <laughs> like, that's just like another piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. What's great about, so... I'm listening, go for it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so you're talking, um, you're talking about healing frequencies, right? Uh, part of the, part, yeah, part of the yeah. I want to say about like three, two years ago, I came across, uh, what do you call it? Sound healing um, on YouTube where they have like, mm -hmm. you know, angel frequencies. Like if you listen to 432, you yep. have like these experiences where they're releasing yep. negative blockages. And I was, and I was yep, like yep. hearing that and I was thinking to myself, I was like, whoa, like you can really like start programming this stuff, which can be, um, there's, there's a dark and light side to that coin. Like with great power comes great responsibility. But I really started thinking about, 100%. like, you know, like, not only could one make music to move, but, like, one could truly make music to, like, elevate the soul and everything and stuff like Man. that. Man, yes. And so... Which is exactly yeah, what you did what, what song was it? It was, like, something about the Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. It was a Phoenix one. And you have a loved one that uh, I was listening to the other night. I didn't have so many concerns. Like, I have to go. It's all been, these. I've been doing it for a while, and that, and especially recently, it's just been channeling. That's the direction my life has been heading. That's what I've been asking for. So, like, it just pours out, man. Like, I, <laughs> I'm. It's just, it's a beautiful Ooh. experience on this end of the thing. Um, man. So what? Like what? Okay. So what? Um, what was the idea that said, "Hey, I just want to start producing house music on SoundCloud." So I had been DJing for a little bit. I want to say when I left the house, um, I was in the military for a while and I got out in 2017. Okay. And through that experience, I had, okay. I like picked up a little turntable board myself and started like playing at other people's house parties and playing in other spaces and stuff like that. And then I had moved to uh, Kansas just prior to being in Austin where I used to live. And I was deployed for a while and I had the decision when I was deployed, I was like saving up some money and taking care of business. And I realized I had enough money to do one or two options. It was either to buy like a new camera set, like a new body and camera or like buy like this music program. And what was like pulling me to make music, I had started out DJing and I DJ pretty much across all genres um, because that's just my experience in life. Um, but I really started getting into like um, electronic music, house music, because I, I don't know something about that nature of the, that just like impacted me. And it was like the year, I think, uh, what, what me or what, like, where this like meme or viral video that I was going, oh, do you remember that? It was like people were wearing, like, yeah, 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 shoes. yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it was that, and this is like a big time for EDM that was like just rising and there's like all these drops saying like, like okay. having these famous sayings. So I wanted to make like a song that I could play out that said, what are those? And it'd be like some drop of some like yeah, <laughs> electronic manner. Um, and so when I made the decision, I was like, well, I already have a camera. Let me um, invest in this music program. Um, I realized in that moment how difficult it is to even like make music you know, but I was so passionate about it. And wow. I appreciate, I, I accept challenges like that. So like learning about it became more than just making that one song, <laughs> which I did. If I can find that somewhere, I will share it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> hey, please so... do, man. Hey, we got to show it. Show oh, it. Man. And um, 
so that that oh man that turn in my life in which I picked up the program to learn to make music and just continuously learn and continue to learn I feel like I got delivered into spaces and places in which I would meet people who were just as passionate um, or would see my passion and would just teach me and I would and there's there's something that's cool about being an open student that is willing to receive um, criticism um, because then people are willing to show and share what they know. Because when someone would teach me stuff, I would like go work on it immediately and come back. It's like, hey, how's this? And they'd be like, oh, you listened. Uh, let's see this. Let's see this. And it just kind of just kept growing on itself and kept growing on itself and kept growing on itself. And that journey kaleidoscoped into what it is today. Man, it's... Beautiful ass music. <laughs> um, yeah, and the deeper I go with that, the more I learn. Um, there's something I want to share with you. You're talking about healing, right? And music is a force, at least for me, to heal. Uh, I'm still learning a lot on that and the things. I'm learning to be aware of how that came to be. I don't really have all the answers. But yesterday, actually, as we stepped into uh, this portal, per se, as many people call it, um, uh, last night before I went to bed, I, I was like thinking, it was like around midnight, I was like thinking like I really wanted to like get some rest for you, like prep for today and be present, like step into meditation and send some energies out there and tap in and take care of myself and ask for things and be grateful. Um, but as I was falling asleep, Wait, are you still? Oh, shoot, you're still on. Perfect, perfect. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> As I was falling asleep, oh, I had this, like, I got this nudge. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, something was just telling me to, like, lay down, like, a piano track. I, I've been collaborating with some other people. I was like, lay down the piano track. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'll sit down. And then something also told me, like, like look up healing frequencies. Like, look up uh, what it, how to heal oneself through music. And I'm going to take a step back. Throughout this entire year, um, this, entire, this year, my entire life's been a spiritual journey, but this year especially has been the embarkment of that spiritual journey. And throughout those spaces, I've learned like, a lot of breath techniques. I've learned a lot of like yoga techniques, yeah. uh, sitting. You really helped me out with breath work. I, re I, w I want to talk about that as well. It's so, it's so many things. Okay, but no, continue. Oh, feel free to ask any question anytime. I can bounce off the wall and move down any way. <laughs> Um, okay, I want I want to talk about breath work. Like I remember, um, and it it was at a. There's no coincidence. So you you were um, supposed to relay that message to me. You had sent me a uh, breath work. It was like uh, like a set that you um, told me to do, and I did that. I just felt so much calmer and at dude, peace, and I felt back at one with myself. Dude, it's 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 beautiful, isn't it? It's like it's enriching. It's like. It's crown. <laughs> it's just like talk, talk to talk, talk to us about breath work, man. That is, um, I ran into a good friend. Um, she does like Kundalini breath work out in Austin and like Ooh. gathers all those stuff together. And I think through many conversations with her, she would like sit me down and say, "Let's practice these things." There's like some pretty intense breath work that she would do, um, and she had learned all these techniques like traveling through Europe and having this like guru like go through intensity training over like the course of the year. And it That's wasn't crazy. just through her. It was like through other people that I met. Like life was just taking me on this path in which I was just learning so much of these tools and techniques simply because I was asking for it. But now, as I realized, because um, 
I can test them out. I can see them work myself and then I can share the experience and see if it works for other people. Like as in your case, um, one thing I had learned, someone was like, I remember sitting down with somebody someday, one day, and they're like, there's one thing you can learn that will help you out with anything you want in your entire life. Everything you need is one thing is, and he was like, he built this up for like 10 minutes. I'm over here, like at the edge of my seat being like, what is it? What is it? Like, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me. And he's like, I am my breath. And I'm just like thinking about that. He's like, he's like, sit there and just take a deep breath in. And when you're taking that deep breath in slowly, just think, I am my breath, you know, and that like laid the foundation for all these things to unfold. So as I'm going, that feels powerful. To yeah, me. it is. And I remember doing that the first time. I was like, <sighs> and I was going through a space in my life where there was a, like a lot that I was worrying about, a lot of anxieties in my mind, a lot of things that I was like um, trying to protect myself from. I had gone from a person that like was typically extroverted but introverted because just trying to avoid some things and was unsure about life and was kind of like lost in the darkness, if you will. So those things that I had passed on to you, like 717, uh, 20, 20, 20, uh, I had been incorporating in my practice when I wake up in the morning because I realized the importance of like grounding myself and bringing myself to like pu- pulling myself as a whole together so I can like best express myself. And I could see the difference when I did that and when I didn't do that. And typically when I didn't do that, I typically made mistakes in which, um, I would regret later, but the lessons would be valuable, you know? So, um, by the time I had shared those things with you, I had been in the space where I was like, I know that these things work for me. Um, I know that these things work for hundreds of other people and hundreds of the people that they're in contact with. And so like that, that's like an integral piece. And then like to reconnect that with music, I've definitely recently said of my space that when i'm making music it's also in a very meditative space i typically sit cross-legged and i'm doing breath work while i'm listening as the song is like on loop and on loop for like hours on end and that connection to myself that connection to everything around me into the energies and it's like an extremely grounding and healing process and so it's like (laughs) i am my breath is truly like the nature of all things i am my breath That is powerful because I, I I did that and I felt like this force either like connect or like expand, and this feels it feels very grounded and freeing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that too. Of course, <laughs> it's a blessing, man. It really is. Because I know sound because I, I have a Tibetan bow and I know I was introduced. Um, just the idea of it years ago, and so I want to get one of those uh those big ones. Uh, I really know how to describe it. like those giant, not giant, but like big ones. Uh, with a little, it looks look like a crystal. It looks like a um, either clear quartz or like a. Oh, you're talking. You're talking about some selenite. I'm about to look it up because I never heard of that before, and I'm super interested. It's like it's like a, it's like a giant. It's like a, a heart chakra. They have like different. Uh, ones that have like a different vibration that it emits. Janae Iko uses them. Oh, selenite one. Uh, I've never seen one of these things before. Yeah. So tell me about this. What is, what is get... this? So it's it, it it's like a it's like a frequency. So you you tap it. 
wonder how to sound on here. But you you tap it and then you hold the stick around it slowly, and that vibration eventually emits out, and you just hear like this this <clears throat> you feel this pierce of energy shoot through you. Interesting. Each bowl has a different purpose to it. So if you wanted to, for example, let's say you had like three or four of the ones you're looking at right mm -hmm. now, and then you just slowly plant each one going down the line, just that frequency that's emitting in your room, it's like, it's, like, it's like a symphony. That's what I want. Whoa. <laughs> Sign crazy. me up for Christmas. This crazy. is cool. I've never heard of something like this, and now my ears is piped. Hey, man, no, that is definitely a beautiful, beautiful uh, tool for us. Like, I, when I was introduced to it, it was just the, uh, I remember I was on a crystal, like, workshop, and um, they made this crystal grid, and this lady had a, a, a singing bowl, so she's doing mm -hmm. it or whatever, and then all I feel is, like, a, a a, a rush of like pure white light shooting my head. It's, it's kind of like a movie, like where the beam like shoots out. That's what that. That's what that felt like. And just the power of it. And then sometimes like I'll meditate to some frequencies, like you said, like four thirty two or like mm -hmm. whatever ones, or you know, just just playing in the background and just how it because it's energy. Right. all energy. So all that is just piercing, piercing mm -hmm. your being. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. You know, the conversation, the conversational what? energy really changes, uh, you know, the game. I think like two years ago, like, or maybe three years ago, I just remember uh, being in a space in which like I would just not have energy, you know, um, a lot of things that changed my life. And I was just kept thinking like, why am I like, even if with getting sleep or eating, like, why am I not like as energetic as I used to be? And it's something I was aware of because beforehand, like, I just felt like I could go, go, go without even thinking about it. It wasn't even something like I was like aware of. And once it went away, I was like, what's happening with that? And kind of spent the entire year just like reading up on anything energy, just like soaking it in, uh, essentially being a scientist mm -hmm. in my own life and seeing like what works about this. How does anything and everything in my life influence and just like those frequencies and understanding that like everything is a vibration, you know, in itself, like literally down to. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, like you know, that, that really does make sense. You know, everything is vibrating. It's just like solid because we see it. And this is like how we perceive and uh, receive the information about our reality based on what's being said, based on everything that's like taught through us right. the language. And just like, that's really a game changer, man. Like <laughs> energy in itself, like putting that at the focal point and just understanding how everything buds from that. <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I want. I noticed with you, you have a childlike, carefree energy. Like I noticed, like you laugh at life's simple things. Like for example, we had uh, a little hiccup with you know hopping on the show, and then you just laughed at it, and you just like were just carefree. Like how did you? How how, how did you be? How did you become this this childlike? Because that's that's the best way I can describe it. That's what it feels like to me. <laughs> I don't know if there's really an answer for that. Fair, uh, fair. Not as noticed that. I, I think it's so pure. I'll just, I'll just share a story that sits at the center of my life. Um, I think I was in third grade. And this is something that sits at the core of me. It's a valuable lesson that my mom taught me growing up. Um, we were, I think it was like early in the morning. My sister, I, my sister and I were catching a bus to school. 
And just before the bus showed up, like we opened the door and the bus is like our house sat on the corner and the bus like parked right across the street to pick us up. It was actually super convenient now that I think about it. And, <laughs> and we were getting into like a heated argument. My sister back in the day, we just, just like get at it. My sister's two years younger than I am. And I just remember like saying something and like, just like really like crushing it, like really like crushing her experience, her spirit. And like she walked out the door crying, heads to the bus and I'm about to walk out the door. And my mom like reaches me on the shoulder and turns me around. And I was a little troublemaker when I was younger, you know? So like, I thought I was about to get like some, in some real serious like trouble. And my mom yeah. just like looks me in the eyes and she's like, and then what if she got hit by a car? And I was like, dude, <laughs> I, I'm like in third grade at this time. I don't, I don't even know what I was thinking, but that was just like enough for the, like to resonate to, and like just kind of carry that with me. I, I try to carry that with me. And I say try because in the moments in which like I forget or darkness overcomes or like I am overtaken by my anger, I forget those things, but I always try to keep that in the moment because each moment in itself is, is precious. Even when I am sad and down, I'm trying to always remember like, Hey, like, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like mm. th this, this might be it. And trying yeah. to be just being in this space and just like, I don't know, man, <laughs> it just it, like, there's a lot of core pieces to me that I was kind of like, okay. I, I guess it also comes from a space of like being grateful and a sense of awe, like tapping mm. into that is and holding that in its center is being like, Ooh. thank you <laughs> like this is this is because you, you, you tap you tap me into energy essentially that's, is, that's this, all you're doing just appreciating what is you know no matter no matter what i know yeah. or what i feel or how things are just appreciating the the absolute miracle that any moment is for itself like all of this is it's so mm -hmm. comprehensible but like incomprehensible i mean th that that yeah. magnitude is like something that creates conflict in our lives today it's just so much like you look around your room your space right now like it all seems so simple because we're used to it right um i remember yeah. his and i listen to alan watts i listen to a lot of things alan watts isn't just the only person to listen to i i love alan watts and bless his soul right i love alan watts and one of the things he would talk about oh. is how how uh, if, for lack of a better word, psychedelic, this whole experience is. Um, we're just used to it. Mm -hmm. When we're so used to it, it just seems like, oh, okay, whatever. This is just whatever. But like to be to be brought into this space and time, and then to know that there's been things before and after, but you can't actually like tangibly touch or experience, you know, or yeah. even like the things that like we have tangibly touched or experienced. Like, for instance, friends I just met a month ago. How do I know that's just, like, not something that's just not going to appear into my reality? How do I know that's something that's, like, that's, you know, it's, like, the whole thing is just so, yeah. boom. But I, I have to digress. I'm not always there. Um, I think, like, just yesterday I was in a space in which, like, I, I was doing a lot of, like, heavy work internally and deep diving in. Or, like, if my peace is gone or I lose my space, like, I typically lose that childlike nature. But what I notice is that when I remain in that space, uh, things flow better. Things just feel better and they seem better and I can respond um, more at ease. And people 
on any rate or level were, were kind of fragile, you know, and la laughter and being in a space in which you can make one feel comfortable, uh, I think is important. And it doesn't always resonate because we all have our different levels of like experiences and emotions that we're expressing. But for me, I try to remain there because, you know, you just don't know <laughs> as much as I know, like you just yeah, don't. You don't. <laughs> Talk to us. Talk to us about some of the practices that you that you do. I'm very curious okay. About so that. recently, um, what I've been doing is right when I wake up, I've actually been blessed to just make it back home. Uh, COVID kind of took. I mean, it took a hit for a lot of us. I was working for the city of Austin as a photographer. I made a couple like dire mistakes in the process of like losing myself and got let go from that position. But it was a very enriching position. I missed my team a lot and like we had really good connections. And through that whole experience leading up to that moment this year, I was just in a really dark space where I was trying to like learn to control my energy, control the energies coming in, control the energies going out and being in a space in which like I could continue moving forward because I got to a point in my life this year that um, I hadn't really ever experienced where I just like didn't want to come home you know, where I was living at, I got to a point where uh, I couldn't really mm -hmm. focus. I could, I just like was getting washed by everyone, just getting a wash by like all the energies and everyone else's experiences, stuff like that. Um, I'm a huge empath by nature. And I don't mean that in a sense of like, I, I'm yes. relatively sensitive and like even the stuff I express here, you, you said something at the very beginning of the podcast, like uh, be mindful what you say. And for me, um, even in, if I have to be in a space in which like I have to be, for instance, a mentor to my brother and have to be in a space in which like I have to step into a uh, power that's authoritative, I feel that immediately, like tenfold coming back at me. And so like I was trying to find a, a way to like process all of that and get through all that because like once I'm in like the wave, like if I, my surf, if I get knocked off my surfboard and I'm in that emotional wave, it's game over for me. So like over the course of time, mm -hmm. learning about that breath work and experiencing, um, just listening to the people, man, uh, listening to people's experiences and like allowing them to speak and just taking for what it is because we all have these insane experiences and I can, I can account to that because of my own. So like the process I've built for myself now is like when I wake up, essentially, I always try to make sure, uh, first thing as I get out of bed, uh, I learned that from. Uh, someone on Instagram, they talk about as soon as they wake up, they, they, they just start moving. They stretch their body, they roll their wrists, they roll their necks, they like move their body. And I sit into the meditation space. Um, and this is now accompanied by music because I've like started to put into my house music, which is not only something that's meant to bring people together and create harmony and unity and like create an energizing beat in which you can dance to, but also a beat that like helps me. Um, mentally center my thoughts and heal and ground me too as well and so like i'll sit into this space i'll practice those breath works that you talk about um i'll let my thoughts roll i'll like listen to everything it has to say and go to a, a place in which i know suddenly when i'm supposed to like step out of that so i'll sit in this with space i'll start by 717 and that um for those who don't know it's uh inhale seven seconds hold one and then exhale seven seconds, hold one, and then repeat the cycle three to five times. Well, the thing I added on for myself is to connect with my heart because I want to like my breath to connect with my heart at the same time. So I, I kind of do that in tandem with my heart. 
-hmm. And then I do uh, inhale six, exhale nine, and then hold 12. Those numbers are just something I was playing around with. I think it's important to, when we're doing breath work, find things that work for ourselves. We all have different experiences and different things, uh, for lack of a better, different uh, right. things we consume, like coffee or tea or like working out. So I find those like numbers that work for you. And then like to really top it off, like when I'm like at towards the end of my meditation breath work space, I do uh, the 20 square, which was taught to me by um, this person I was chatting about. I, man, once if I can remember her name, I will say it. It's just like eluding me, but she taught me yeah, that. Yeah. And it's very difficult. And that's essentially is uh, inhaling 20 seconds, holding 20 seconds, exhaling 20 mm-hmm. seconds, holding 20 seconds. And that last 20 seconds is, is pretty hard. I've actually got that pretty down. I'm like pretty proud of myself for it. And that really just like clears Dang. and like brings everything together. And then I'll step out into the day, um, run exercise if I need to dance. Though I'm taking a break from that because I haven't told anyone, but my knee is killing me from all this shuffling. So I'm just like, I try to dance whenever I can. And then music, wow. man, <laughs> music and taking care of your business. Taking care of your business is an important part. There's this like famous rap line that says, take care of your business or it will handle you. And if you don't have the space and time to take care yeah, of your business, awesome. just ask for some time. And like mentally, for yourself at least, um, whatever you believe in, project what you would need to do with that amount of time um, to take care of your business. Okay. So waking up, saying thank you okay. the first thing of the day, appreciating the moment. And then if you... if if I wake up in a space like being on the wrong side of the bed, I'll just kind of sit there. If I have the space and time, I'll sit there and feel through that because I don't want to wake up into that space and then like stumble into the day with all these thoughts of like, you know, uh, I don't want to say negativity, but just someone say thoughts negatively. And I'm bringing that wave into the day with everyone around me too. I try to like take care of that yeah. here first and then go mm-hmm. through the day. And if I need to go to a space in which I can uh, express that, then I'll find a, a safe space to do so if you will. That was beautiful. I'm, I'm going to, I, I, I want to try uh, waking up uh, and, and to, with, with breath work and see how my day starts like that tomorrow. I'm quite think curious. Of, um, think of it this way. And all this stuff I'm talking about, of course, um, I'm not the first, <laughs> I'm not the last. Uh, it's it's uh, fine-tuned to my experience. Um, it's fine-tuned to things I read and I'm, uh, in my late twenties. So I have so much to learn. I'm super excited about it. I hope that I bless the long life so I can do these things yeah. I'm talking about and travel the world and continue to meet people and experience more things and heal, be healed and ex- spread this healing for, you know, many levels of generational healing down to self healing and to all the other things. And, uh, one thing I look at it is like, you know, that whole thing, I am my breath. It's kind of like asking yourself to return to yourself. You know, you are returning to your body. So it's like, I sit there. Uh, one of the things I'll do is I'll ask for um, my ancestors to step in. I'll ask for uh, guidance to step in, guides, angels, uh, Christ energy, Christ himself. I'll ask for um, myself, I'll ask for my parents, people to tap in and take it all as you will, of course. But the things that I feel that will help me and the things that I can help channel and speak through to help better express myself for this world um, and for myself, it's like bringing that in. It's like, okay, channeling myself, calling it out from the universe, wherever I'm at, wherever my head's at, please come here. Come in. Come in. 
and then let's go, you know? And some days that just takes a while. Some days it just takes a, a moment. <laughs> Other days it's just like on it, but like the more practice we put into essentially our meditation space, um, I think one can truly begin to see the results, you know, coupled with other things, you know, knowing your diet, I'm not going to tell anyone how to eat. They know the diet that makes them feel good. They're, I'm not yeah. going to tell anyone how to work out. They know the, the things that move their body that makes them feel good. You know, do the things that make you feel good, do the things that make you feel alive through the day and appreciate the space in the day. Give gratitude first thing just for being there. No matter what you get accomplished, whether it's like a, a day where nothing's accomplished, if you're on the streets, if you're in the car, in your bed, you got a lot of work to do, you got no work to do. It's just in itself another day to experience. And the more we compound upon that, it's like compounding interest, dude. And <laughs> the gratitude just fills up the bank and the bank comes in so many ways. Wow. It looks different every single time. And <laughs> let me ask you this let me ask you this what is your message to humanity if you had a message to relay at this time what would man you, that's would funny you because i was just thinking about asking a couple other people that and take your time I'm just gonna let it flow. And um, I'd say first, you know, have patience uh, with whatever that is, um, oneself. Um, have patience with yourself. Have, you know, compassion for yourself. Um, the way we reflect on ourselves internally is how we reflect to people externally. You just did a, um, a YouTube podcast series with, uh, I can't pronounce her name correctly, so if I'm sorry if I'm butchering it, it's uh, Duina? Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, uh, uh, that great was my music, by the way. Yeah. Steph showed me her stuff. Um, powerful person. She's, she's got a lot of energy to put out. Yes. And uh, you were out. talking about like we shout treat out, people how we think God treats us, right? And that can come from like a center space um, so having patience with one patience with others um, came from a space in which I had a lot of patience and I recognize this because people would tell me this. I didn't realize it was a thing until people told me this and I also didn't realize it was a thing until I lost it when I lost my patience. Um, and I realized when I, when I lost my patience, I had no patience for anything around me. You know, um, when I lost like my trust in myself, I didn't trust anyone around me. Uh, when I lost faith in myself, I didn't have faith in anything around me. Um, humanity, right? Uh, it's it, this world, yeah. uh, the things that go on in the world decade after decade, the things that have happened in the past, the things that happen currently, uh, the things that happen in individual lives all over the planet, the pain that's out there, along with the triumphs. So I don't want to just collapse in the pain. Um, I know it's a lot. But to have faith in humanity is important. Because we are humanity, right? You know, uh, if you don't have faith, then I believe if I'm going to use myself, I don't want to speak out there, I don't want to project. If I don't have faith in humanity, it means I don't have faith in myself because I am that. You know what I mean? To say I don't have faith in humanity is like removing my own humanity. is like, well, I don't have faith in that. I'm not that. So I'm something different. 
you know, it's like having patience with myself is having patience with humanity. Having faith in myself is having faith in humanity. And it's about believing in the change you want to see. You know, it may be difficult today, you know, but we can get there tomorrow. Uh, a simple analogy is like thinking like wanting to make the best pancakes ever. You make a pancake today and it's absolutely terrible. But believing that you're going to make this amazing pancake and you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. And then you are able to deliver this pancake into the world. And it's just like having patience with oneself, diving in and then recognizing that same, excuse me, that same experience for everyone else. You know, being open to sharing that, being open to listen, to not, not listen to change, but just listen to hear. You know, we're all pieces of this huge puzzle. I'm one of seven plus billion people. And that's only in this current time. It's, it's only in today. That's not including all the yeah. other numbers of people that have existed long before this. And, and so like just... listening to oneself gives space for someone to listen to someone else, you know. And then, of course, stand up for what you believe in, um, but do it gracefully if you can. Um, there's nothing wrong with anger. Uh, but channel that accordingly and just realize that everything we do echoes out into the universe just as much as it echoes back into us. Um, I feel like that's a no brainer, but like that takes some time to understand and it goes beyond just like karma. That's just like little things here and there. We all have this innate ability to shift the tides and things in their life. So Patience. It's the only phrase out there that's like patience is a virtue. And there's many virtues, but that's the only thing that's patience. You know, just a little bit a little bit of it, sit through it, breathe through it, flow through it, laugh through it, cry through it, speak through it. <laughs> breathe through it, breathe through it. Derek, do you have any last words for for the audience, uh, where we, what can we find? Sweet deal. Currently, um, I'm on SoundCloud. My artist name is Namu. Uh, I drafted it up a couple years ago. That's simply human backwards. I'm really about this whole experience and bringing music to the forefront to not only bring people together and uh, dance and union, but to heal. So it's Namu. That's N A M U H. Human backwards. You can find me on SoundCloud at Where's Namu. Um, I'm we're prepping for an EP release next month and a lot of songs in the coming decade. So I'm super excited about that. Check me out there. Um, um, you guys know where I'm at on Twitter. Oh, it's also oh. where's Namu on my artist page on Twitter. It's Luminal Human. That changes all the time. But my name is Derek. Um, if you're looking for a conversation or you need some space, just reach out. And if I'm out there, I'm just doing my thing. I love you always, forever, always have, always will. My guy, Derek, Derek, man, this episode is amazing. I feel so much love uh, talking to you. Um, I definitely want you on in the future sure. as well, bro. And I'm going to leave one thing here. This is going to sound silly. The answer to life is 42. Just no. saying. <laughs> Watch Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and let that sink in for a little bit. <laughs> Just check it out. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that. It's a, it's a funny movie, but that number has some has some reference in my life recently. But I love you, dude. I, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, what okay. what about you? I, I want to hear. I'm gonna ask you I this question. You too, what message do you want to? Okay. Do you think humanity needs to hear? What message do you want to send out into the world, the universe? 
take a step back from um, the media. Dude. That's my big message right now. Detach yourself from that fear programming because you... I, I say it like this. Just give yourself... Just go a day without watching or absorbing mm-hmm. any media news and notice how you feel. And then the very mm-hmm. next day, go back to it and notice how you feel then. You feel so much heavier. You feel so much fear. I want, especially with everything that's going on right now, we're being heavily programmed. But at the same time, there is a spiritual awakening, a great awakening that is happening right now. Yes, things are we, uh, are fearful, but we have the uh, ability, uh, we're already doing it unconsciously, to create our reality. So instead of looking at the negative um, viewpoint of what's going on, focus your, your energy on the, the shift, the, the great thing that's happening or the preferred reality that you want. I'm very, that's, that's, that's been my constant constant message just just educate yourself yeah. on who you just even this creation and just just moving with us with a space of love and hope and just spreading love i'm just really big on spreading love just we we're, we're, we're already on the new earth the new mm-hmm. timeline whatever you want to call it and we're, we're, we're continuing mm-hmm. to build it by the by the, by the second and I, I, I feel the shift, and it's so beautiful. Even though, like, the old system is crumbling, um, before, uh, you know, behind us and shit. But everything just feels great. Thank you. That's my message. That's, that's Amen. My message. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, guys. As always, you're the creator of your reality. Everything you think, feel, say, will reflect. Be kind to all. Be loving to all. Be loving to yourself. Spread love. Stop watching the media. Derek. Love you too, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Peace there.